And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Bye, shotgun. Bye, shotgun. From the shadow of Black Mountain comes another edition of Gun Stuff Live. Hey, thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. You're watching us from the great state of Arizona. Right behind us, you'll see the beautiful Arizona mountains. It comes with a, a lot of good things and maybe some not-so-good things. People trying to break into the country, and also, who knows what could happen in the great Arizona outdoors. Hey, we want to thank our uh, sponsors for today, bone-dry.com. Now, head on over to their website, bone-dry.com, and save 30% on absolutely everything they sell. Now, if you're interested, stick around to the end of the show. You might win one of these for a handgun uh, free just by watching today, and your name may be picked. How do we find out your name, by you ask? Make sure you comment, and that's how we'll know. Uh, also, we want to thank ADCO. Again, uh, 2023, they're back, giving us their super thumbs. Now, save your thumbs when you fill up your mags by using the ADCO super thumb kit. You know, you can buy it anytime on our website by putting in the code pistol pack. But if you wait till the end of the show, you're going to get it free. Now, I know that you're excited, like I am, to be wearing your gun stuff TV ball cap. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll show you how you get yours just by watching. Hey, uh, th this week we had uh, an interesting little news segment, and I thought I would just share it with you real quick. Uh, this is a little different. I tell you, you know, we get all kinds of people breaking into this uh, great state of ours, but <laughs> this is a little bit different, I guarantee. So, uh, this is from the AZ Game and Fish Department. I tell you what, some this just came out this week. Some homeowner was out, and they came back into their house, and they found a bobcat right sitting in their doggy bed. He'd probably already cleaned out the dog food. He'd come in through the dog door, and, and there he was. So, you know, it's not just people from other countries trying to break into this country. This is the wildlife, too, and uh, I, I saw that. I knew you'd want to see it. It's crazy. We've had them right out here. Uh, I have to show you some photos. We've had them here in all kinds of wildlife right here next to the studio, right outside this window that you're, that you're looking at here. Hey, uh, our show today, you're going to like it. We're going to start with the Second Amendment with Representative Brian Ritchie, and then following Brian Ritchie, uh, we're going to have Palmetto State Armory. But first, I want to bring along my co-hosts, and let me start with uh, Scott Kiefner. Scott, 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 all station, Scott. Scott, there you are. Hey, we're glad to have you hey, here. Chris. Hey, glad to be here, buddy. Glad to be here. And right here sitting beside me, keeping yep. me safe, is Ursula. <laughs> yeah, you, you're right, right. Yeah, I'm not worried about no bobcat. No, not me. I like how the last line of that coming from uh, Game of Fish was like, 
um, do not like um, house or like keep like wild endangered animals. I'm like, well, if, if not friend, then why friend yeah. shape? Like, I I want a little bobcat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think I can d- domesticate raccoons. Look, since I find one, I'm yeah. saying it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> Hey guys, let's talk about Thank the yeah. featured firearm. Yeah. I don't want to waste too much time because we got a packed show here. Our oh, featured firearm today. Uh, this comes without any advance notice, and you guys were were springing it on you here. The famous Waller PPK, and this is the S version. Mm-hmm. Sta- that doesn't stand for stainless, by the way. That's the sport version. That's what they introduced back in the '60s. And uh, we've got one. In fact, I've got it right here in the sh- studio, right here. And then Ursula, you've got one. Let's start with Ursula, and then we're gonna uh, let Scott do the wrap up. Oh my so, Ursula, like this is your gun, Chris. Like you love all things about this gun. Um, so the box that comes in. Nice, awesome case. I do love the fact that the presentation of it is freaking amazing. So that nice little suede there, straight up, like I'm pretty sure this is how James Bond got his. So this particular <laughs> one is <laughs> how Chris got his too, because I think Chris is a spy. But anyways, so <laughs> the this particular model is going to be the 380. So I'm holding it upside down so I'm not muzzling anybody in their mom. And also, um, this is how I learned a little bit of German. So on the side, it does say nine mil Kurtz, which is actually German for nine short, which means 380 here in English. So um, capacity is going to be seven plus one. You do have two mags that comes with it. One is actually going to have your pinky extension on it. And then you're going to have a flushed one as well. So I do like it. I've always wanted one. So... Yeah, just saying, Chris. Like, well, there you, you go, Ursula. Retire, just or <laughs> get at a good price. Hey, Scott, uh, you, give us your two cents before we uh, we leave this segment. I, I tell you what, you're right, Ursula. Yeah, we got a chance. Uh huh. Yeah, we got a chance to shoot this on the show, and this was also one of the authorized off-duty pistols uh, from one of my prior uh, agencies that I'd worked for, and we got a chance to shoot them all the time. Guys would bring them out. We had to do uh, regular qualifications with them. Very accurate, very reliable, very dependable, and the fact that uh, sights are machined in, things like that, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you can't do a whole lot to mess this up. So uh, real easy to get in in and out of your pocket uh, to in, you know get it, get it employed and get it into action, but just a really good all around pistol and it's going to be very dependable with the barrel being pressed in place versus uh tilting barrel locking mechanisms and stuff like that so it's just a really good all-around thing and it's what's amazing is it's another one of those guns that have just stood the test of time right you know they got the de- yeah. they got a good design yeah right out of the yeah box that's because james bond yeah. used it right yeah so he, <laughs> he, he didn't like it at first hey here's yeah. a little tri- <laughs> go ahead sir so let's Chris over here dropping all the facts here, all the James Bond facts. And I don't know if y'all caught that, but he said James Bond didn't even like it when he first got issued it. So why was that? Yeah, yeah I, he just was partial to his little Beretta, and it was too too small. Hey, let me show you something here quick. This is a little known fact. If you're looking for a slide release so you can bring it off, this is it. Can you guys see that? Watch. I'm going to see if I get a yeah. pull this up, and it pulls it to the side. And and that's how it changes. Hey guys, uh, regularly ten forty eight seven ninety nine. Now we have something special. I wanted to share it with you guys. If this is for you guys that are watching, and let me see. Uh, okay, we have a special coupon. 
you can save 20 bucks with a coupon flash. And I tell you oh, what, wow. uh, $7.99 is already way down there, but save 20 bucks. Use the cop coupon flash on checkout. Hey, we're going to be right back with some great legislation, and you're going to want to comment on it. Uh, tell your friends about it, because this is an opportunity to find out what you can do in your state mm -hmm. to promote the Second Amendment. We're going to be back after this very, very short commercial break. Why pay more? Get your stuff from Gun Stuff. Hey, you know, Second Amendment's all big for us right here. Remember our motto, Arming America. One law-abiding citizen at a time. And, you know, we have some guys that are going to help us do that right now. And uh, let's see if we can bring them on the show. Hi, guys. I, we've got here on your left, Brian Ritchie and Chris Todd on your right. Thanks so much for being on our show, guys. Thank you for having us, Chris. Good to be with you. We're excited. I put your URL on there. If you guys, you guys got to sing it, you can screenshot it later and, and type it in. But uh, if you're hearing this later uh, on, for example, uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, just go to capital.tn.gov and you can find your way to make some comments. Guys, uh, you guys have been very, very busy. And tell us why. What's going on in the state of Tennessee? Yeah, well, thanks for having us, Chris. Um, one of the key components that got me uh, actually involved in putting my name in the hat to run for office, I never ran for any office, was my concern for the Second Amendment and our rights uh, here in the state of Tennessee. And the uh, individual that I challenged didn't share the same uh, belief for the Second Amendment that I have, and I think that most of the your viewers and the audience has as well. So uh, shortly after getting elected, started uh, getting introduced to different folks and Chairman Todd was one of the the uh, guys that was here that everybody kept saying that I should reach out to that's extremely pro 2A and uh, with uh, some of the decisions that have happened uh, in other states and looking at what laws that we currently have that make us kind of the anomaly or one of the anomalies here in the country, um, we uh, started meeting uh, Chairman Todd uh, we started having some uh, different conversations with other Pro 2A folks that we've got here in the legislature and uh, just started really diving into the uh, TCA code and seeing where there were some areas for uh, improvement to strengthen our Second Amendment rights. We, we had meetings mainly to organize and put together our ideas of, of concern so that no one was duplicating anything unless yeah. it needed to be duplicated. So we went into this session, which started in January, with a game plan of who was carrying what and uh, what kind of support it was going to need and how to, how to get these things passed. And all of them center around re removing infringements on the Second Amendment rights that our citizens have. And that's been our, really our primary focus this year and one of the biggest efforts. And we're still in the middle of some of that. Uh, a few bills have, uh, have failed, but we've got others that are still moving. Uh, and, and one big one that we're running right now involves uh, a number of things, about three different efforts uh, primarily that this bill does in our language right now in, in law 
you're you're automatically an offender if you carry a firearm or a club. Then there are all these exceptions to punishment or defenses you can use. Even our permits are not permits. They're just exceptions to punishment. So we're trying to flip that so that that's no longer the case, that it is uh, literally a right that we all share as one of our civil rights. Then uh, in addition to that, we're uh, attempting to lower the age to carry from 21 to 18. We literally have been ordered by state court to do that uh, very recently, and our Department of Safety is going to have to start accepting permit applications and issuing permits for concealed carry for 18-year-olds, like within 90 days or so now, depending on the date of that order being signed. And then the the third thing it does, this one bill does, is uh, changes handgun to firearm in a number of places throughout our code so that the right to keep and bear arms is true. It's not just pistols. So that's a that seems to be the, the most contentious part, quite frankly. We're getting pushback from law enforcement uh, from every angle right now about uh, the bearing of arms. They want it to be bearing pistols only for some reason. And uh, we would be joining 46 other states in allowing that if we get this passed, which is amazing to me because we don't hear those news stories of, of long guns being an issue in 46 other states right now. Uh, and, and we're joining the likes of New York and New Jersey as being one of the last ones to restrict that. Yeah, out of the, out of the, four, states that, out of the four states that restrict <laughs> long guns, uh, you've got Tennessee, which everybody looks at being this the, the last red fighting uh, yeah, state. Yeah, exactly. what's your state motto? I was looking it up. What's your state motto? Volunteer state. Yeah, we're the volunteer, volunteer state. state. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, uh, you could volunteer, but you're not supposed to bring your gun. Was that the deal? Yeah. Is that how they did well, it you, then? Well, you can volunteer, but you have to bring a handgun. And that's one of the things that's kind of <laughs> rubbed me wrong. You can't bring a long gun. You can bring a handgun. And when you end up looking at the state's definition of a handgun, is it's a firearm or a gun that is manufactured to be fired with one hand. But when you go to all of these manufacturers' websites – and they're showing how to properly shoot a pistol. You've got your shooting hand. You've got your sport hand. They have pictures of you using two. But nowhere on there does it say a pistol is manufactured to be fired with one hand. And then I went over to Beretta. We've got Smith & Wesson's actually moving to my district um, here in Tennessee over in Maryville. And I couldn't find anywhere on their rifles or their shotguns to where those said they were manufactured to be fired with two hands. So it's kind of one of those obscure laws that don't make any sense um, that we have currently as a definition. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, and that makes a that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and when you get into uh, some of these court battles and stuff like that, you know, when you get into these things, uh, these these small nuances and these small definitions make a big make a big difference, you know, when it comes time to make that, make that point. Uh, so what are some of you guys' biggest roadblocks to implementing these? Because the infringement this has come in, it's creeped in over a long period of time, just a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, but when we want to roll it back, it's really hard to do. So what are some of you guys' biggest roadblocks to doing that? I'll let, I'll let you answer that one first and then I'll, Chris will give you a, probably a better, uh, a better explanation and then I'll give you the, the non-political answer. Well, we've, we've had pushback, and, and on this particular bill that does these three things, we've had pushback from the administration, 
Um, we're we're understanding that the the governor's office just doesn't like the long gun portion of this. Now they've conceded on the 18 to 20 year olds because the courts now told them they had to. But it's interesting. Every year I've only been here for this is my fifth year, and every single year when we bring these uh, these these laws, these new bills, they're opposing anything that allows 18 to 21 years year olds to carry. Now they can't oppose that anymore. They've conceded that. So it's just a matter of time till every single one of these gets struck down in court with with a proper challenge and uh, then we're forced to so we're trying to, to go ahead of that and show uh, our citizens that we intend to stand up for their right to keep and bear arms in this state and clean up some of this mess that's been on our books since the uh, late 1800s quite frankly um, we're, we're still getting pushed back from almost every arm of law enforcement on on again the long gun portion of this um, wow. they're fine with you carrying a long gun but they want you to leave your bullets somewhere else. And so, um, but I did notice in committee yesterday, all of the uh, officers that were there uh, had their pistols on them open, and I doubt any of them left their ammo in their car, but they're, they're still opposed to this. And uh, it, it's baffling because they seem to interpret the wording of the Second Amendment and of Bruin and Heller quite differently than most attorneys do, and I, I, I just can't follow it. Yeah, what impact, and what impact has this Bruin uh, Supreme Court uh, ruling had on the way your legislature is looking at your current laws. It, it seems to me uh, legislatures all over the the this, the country are are or should be reevaluating their uh, laws in face of Bruin. What do you guys think? What's your take on it? I wish it worked that way. I wish that uh, a court case like that would would spark some automatic review of laws, but it just doesn't. It takes individuals like us to file bills that will pick away at it and try to get that corrected, which this one does. But yet you still, as I said, we had um, a a very high up official yesterday arguing in committee that uh, the interpretation of Bruin that you and I would share, uh, which is in English the last I checked, doesn't line up with their interpretation of it. They still feel like folks uh, can be restricted to carry, can be uh, permitted or licensed only to carry long guns out in public, uh, which is is just really odd. Yeah, when you look at the it, the anomaly of Tennessee and our long gun restriction, you've got New York and New Jersey that share the same sentiment. You've got Florida, but Florida even has an exception in there if you're in the act of hunting, fishing, or camping then you can carry a long gun. And so Tennessee is one of only two states in the entire union that touches eight other states. There's not a state that touches Tennessee that forbids outright without some type of of permit or something, the carrying of long guns. And so we're right here in the middle of an island um, surrounded. And one of the arguments that they have is the worry that if citizens – with the right that we have to be able to do that. We just don't have it in law right now that we're fighting on. If now all of a sudden they're able to be able to carry those long guns, now there's going to be all of these uh, criminal acts that are going to be committed. And I keep having the same conversation with our the legislators that are on the other side of this agenda, and I keep asking them, <laughs> provide the data to me to where the criminals are walking around with – long guns commit, committing these crimes. And the last time I checked, and I had a, a very lengthy conversation with another representative, and he shared that there was over 340, I believe, homicides in, in Memphis last year. And I said, well, how many of those were legal? And 
He said, well, there was 70%. I said, 70% of the homicides were legal. He said, no, 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 I'm saying 70% of the guns were acquired legal. I said, we can't get to what the weapon was until we first get past the crime that you're talking about. So Mm -hmm. 340 illegal activities took place. They could have been using their hand, a knife, a vehicle. There's all kinds of tools that they could have used to commit those murders, which are already illegal. So what we have currently is legislation on the books that's preventing a law-abiding citizen from being able to exercise those rights that's there in the Bill of Rights that don't match up with their particular logic or their the, their explanation of why it should not be there. And they're saying, well, we'll have a mass exodus from the state if we allow this, and I'm like, where are they going to go? The only other three states they could go to is New York, <laughs> yes, New Jersey, and everybody's leaving there already. Uh-huh. I'm like, they could go to Florida, I guess, but th- there's only one other option, I guess, that they could go to if they're worried about long guns. So Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, uh, Tim Luther, uh, one of our viewers, asked this question. Does Tennessee honor other states' CWP, the concealed carry permit? Yeah, so the reciprocity law, so there, there's multiple states that we do uh, honor that with, and that's one of the reasons. So we... In, in law last year, they passed uh, what what they was coined as constitutional carry. Um, it provided a lot more on the handgun side of it. There's still uh, tend to go arm and some other issues there with it. But in order for our citizens, so I share with everybody, even though we have that constitutional carry law in place now, you should still go get your uh, enhanced carry permit that the state of Tennessee does. That way. It, you've got that reciprocity with the other states because as long as you're inside of our state, you're good. But because we touch eight other states, you can be in Georgia, North Carolina, Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Virginia, Missouri, all these other states that touch us. And then now all of a sudden you're committing a crime there because there's no reciprocity based off of our boundary constitutional carry. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. That's one thing I actually teach in my CCW class, even though um, in Arizona, you don't need a CCW to actually carry Casile. However, it's all the other states that that may not see the same way or feel the same way as we do. So just That's to have true. that extra little backup, um, because I think with us, there's like 37 other states, including Tennessee, that actually recognize our CCW. And I actually have been in Tennessee carrying as well. So um, no issues. I don't live a, a life where I have constant uh, constant contact with law enforcement, you know, outside of work. But like, <laughs> As, all, as long as it's a handgun, it's legal. If you bring a long gun in here, you're committing a misdemeanor. Unless you're hunting or, or you yeah. know, there, there are certain exceptions to that. Competition, yep. Yeah, yeah. competition shooting, yes. And one, one other interesting thing that keeps coming up in committee with, with a number of these bills is uh, the, the Democrats especially want to mention how many guns are stolen out of vehicles. And uh, I always want to make the argument, sometimes we're not in a position to do that, but I always want to make the argument that you, the very people that are arguing that are the ones that want to restrict where you can carry, so you're forced to leave your gun in your vehicle, which is absurd. And, and we've had one on courthouses here uh, since 2017. We, we changed uh, a law, apparently, before we got here that uh, allowed you to carry inside a courthouse but not in a courtroom. That's been tradition for hundreds of years. But uh, they, with that change, it, it made people leave their, their weapon in their vehicle while they came and got their tags at the county clerk's office because there's a courthouse on the third floor or courtroom on the third floor. So, uh, obviously, people can, can see who's coming in and out, and uh, there are people that watch these things, and they see an NRA sticker or something like that on your truck, and they're probably going to assume you're leaving your weapon in your vehicle, and that's the first target. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's no wonder we have guns stolen out of vehicles when we restrict the carrying in so many places. So, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for Brian. 
what made you want to actually start getting involved in local politics? So what was the, so I, I own a, uh, a deer urine company and there was a legislator down here that introduced a bill that that was given to him by TWRA, Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency, uh, to outlaw deer urine. And then they basically made my company illegal overnight and not one legislator from the House or the Senate contacted me to see what concerns or questions uh, my company had. And it's not like it was a gas station or a bank where there's those all over the place. There are seven deer urine companies in the entire state. And all of a sudden, overnight, I became illegal. Uh, so we had to move the company outside of the state unless we wanted to join. Uh, there was some other red tape that I just wasn't uh, willing to do, so we just moved it away. Um, but that kind of prompted me to the point of if my business is not being represented and the my neighbors don't even know what's going on, maybe I need to get active. So then I started digging in, and when I saw – the voting record of who is actually representing me. Unfortunately, that's probably the biggest thing that I share with people is be engaged and be involved with who your elected individuals are. Um, because I wasn't aware that he had such a horrible voting record. Um, he was basically, the, 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 everybody likes using the term rhino, but he was just a Democrat that just had an, a Republican in front of him, and that's how he got reelected. Super, super nice guy, not taking anything away from from a personal side, but when it comes to a policy standpoint, he was on the opposite side of every issue of where I wanted to be at when it came to the Second Amendment. He was in favor of legalizing marijuana. He wasn't uh, pro-life, like stand on the line, let's protect all lives and all that stuff. So when you just start going down the list of where my values and concerns, being a veteran and being a small business owner, having kids in the school district, if anybody should be voting on legislation impacting the kids, it should be somebody who has kids actually in the school district, not somebody whose kids are grown up and moved away and aren't even in the schools anymore. So that's what prompted me to say, you know what? I can't do any worse than what we currently have. I can promise you that. So threw my hat in the ring and went out and knocked on 5,716 doors, and <laughs> here I am. Hey, well, we, we appreciate having you guys right here on Gun Stuff. Now, the next time you've got a new uh, uh, piece of legislation or something that you're bringing to the floor, please let us know, and we'll shoot it out in the email blast, and we can have you back on the show again. Before we let you go... Tell our viewers what they need to do if they don't even live in their state. How do they contact uh, and make a difference when it comes to the state legislature? Because we actually think that turning this all over to the Supreme Court is not really adequate. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I'll say this. One thing I have learned in this process of, of running for election and getting elected and, and then being uh, in service is that the center of all government is state government. The states created the federal government and the states created the cities and counties uh, in every situation. And so get with your state legislator. You'll see them at the grocery store. You see them at church. Uh, you can contact them by phone or email, and that does matter. We It really matters when we see emails coming from our constituents about any kind of an issue. Yeah, I, I'd echo that. I'd say the, the most important thing with the level of importance of the state legislature is go to your local General Assembly's website, find out who your state legislator is, and contact them because uh, it's popular to take it and try to kind of just broad brush the lobbyists that are walking around, but they're paid to be here to be able to present and talk about their clients' 
point of view for something, but we take into consideration as much information as we get. And I would much rather hear from nothing but folks from my district, but a lot of them are just disengaged and they just show up whenever they see the signs out that says vote today. And then they're like, who do I need to go vote for? And unfortunately they just go and select either the R or the D or whoever they've seen the most signs out in yards. I would say get involved, make phone calls. A lot of the legislators will gladly meet you for a cup of coffee there uh, in your community, um, maybe lunch or something of that nature. Reach out, introduce yourself. You don't know who they are and just be in touch with them because that's how you can effectively impact the legislation that impacts the whole country um, is just by making those phone calls. Build a relationship. Yeah. You, you build a relationship, then they listen even more. You know, They, yeah. they know you, you know them. And so I, I would encourage you to do that. Hey, well, that's great advice. And hey, we want all of you folks, wherever you live in this country, follow it and let's mm -hmm. get involved. If they don't hear from us, they can't represent us. Hey, guys, thanks so much for being on the show. We want to have you back on again and we'll see you very, very soon. Uh, in, in, until that time, we're going to have a quick break and then we're going to be back with Palmetto State Armory. The headrest safe is quick and easy to use. Some may even call it a game changer. The headrest safe acts as a safety net, protecting your belongings while keeping them out of sight and out of bounds of others, serving as security while also keeping your valuables in bounds. That's what the headrest safe provides for me. Game, set, match. <laughs> Ask him. Hey, guys, people are telling us you're having trouble hearing our audio. Let us know. And uh, by the way, we always record these and you can watch them later on your local television station. Hey, let's bring on our next guest. Uh, make some comments on there, whether you're hearing us. I'm, I'm seeing lots of meters there and uh, it looks like we're, we're getting four by four signal. But keep us in Keep us in mind. Hey, guys, let's welcome to the show Palmetto State Armory. Hey, thanks for waiting for us. We appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the time. Mm -hmm. Hey, Scott, uh, you were telling me, well, let me introduce our guests so we uh, get both yes. of your names on, on here. We'll, we'll start. Uh, let's start with Josiah. Jo Josiah, and then also... We have Cameron, both of you guys, uh, we're appreciated to have you on the show. I guess the first question, uh, Scott, why, you have a question for Josiah, I believe. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what you're referring to. Before the show, jo Josiah, uh, why don't you give us some background about uh, your involvement with uh, Palmetto State Armory? How did it start? Okay. What's the yeah, whole sorry story yeah so back in 2008 um well this is about in january our brother and i had been talking for about six months or more about possibly starting a business long story short there's more details so we're both kind of tired of our jobs my brother got back from the military um he had a tbi and was kind of he was an accountant getting a little frustrated with his job uh because of uh, that tbi and we really noticed a spot in the firearm space, just uh, carrying ammunition and accessories. So we did that. And uh, that led to one thing, one thing led to another, you know, including Obama getting elected and, um, you know, different things happening in the world. And through uh, those things, like my brother getting elected and um, 
and uh, those things through Obama getting elected and my brother, uh, his mind, his brain, we just grew very rapidly. And um, we uh, started eventually uh, uh, having our own lower receivers made for us. They were made by a different company. And uh, we were just, we started getting into the AR realm and we were horizontally integrated. So when something would happen and we would have a, a, say an election would happen and things would get really tight with the people who are making our stuff, we would get pinched and we would, we would get hardly any product, you know, to, to assemble our guns with. So as so my brother, um, he decided to go vertically integrated and that's where he started buying his, his own forge. Uh, he bought, he, he started buying the CNC machines to, uh, to make the lower receivers, to make the upper receivers, making parts for AKs. Uh, we've got over 1,800 employees uh, at this point and uh, almost 1,000 CNC machines. And at this point, we're actually making our own product. And it goes along with my brother. His ultimate goal in doing that was to be able to provide a high-quality firearm, whether it be a pistol like our dagger or a rock or our ARs, even our AKs, at an affordable price, uh, usually about half the price of the, the closest competition. He wants every, a firearm to get into everybody's hands, especially for the blue collar working person who, who every paycheck they're saving up, you know, 20, 30 bucks in order to buy a firearm. He wanted to make it easier for them to do. So that was his goal with vertical integration and us uh, owning every part of the manufacturing process. You know, uh, we've heard some problems with sound and I might be having some sound problems here too, because I, I, I heard an unbelievable number there. I correct me if I'm wrong. Eighteen hundred employees and a thousand yes. CNC machines. Did you say a thousand? Yep, it's. I believe it's just under a thousand CNC machines. That that yeah. should tell you folks the scope of this organization. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. A thousand CNC machines. You know, uh, and, and I tell you what. It's no mean feat to uh, run a factory like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got uh, we own companies, so they aren't all located in South Carolina. We're uh, from Minnesota down to Florida, out to Alabama. Uh, all the companies that my brother's my brother has bought and started, um, but it's all underneath uh, Palmetto State Army is what it started out as. But now. JJE Capital, people hear the term JJE Capital and they think, oh, no, another Remington Freedom Group thing. Well, no, it was uh, it's my brother, Jamin. That's the first J in JJE Capital. And then the two guys who bought out my shares, Julian and Ed, very conservative guys, uh, freedom loving. Uh, that's what forms JJE Capital. Those three guys formed a company to house all the sister companies of PSA. Mm -hmm. Well, with something that big, you, you got to have it. Uh -huh. Hey, Cameron, we've got yep. some great uh, uh, products on here, and I think we have some some pictures. Those are wrong slides. Sorry about that. Here we go. Yep. T tell our viewers what we're looking at. Cameron. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. So this is our uh, dagger handgun. I mean, it's it's one of the most popular handguns out there right now on the market. So you know, kind of just touching base on what Josiah said on the AR market. You know, we kind of developed ourselves as like a build it your own firearms company. And so when we released the dagger handgun, it was just by itself as a complete pistol. Well, over time, what we saw is is people buying our guns and then putting like an aftermarket slide on it, or putting an aftermarket trigger in it, and different barrels. So we decided 
decided to take the same mindset of the AR-15 and integrate it into almost a build-it-your-own pistol. So, like right there, that's a complete pistol. But right now on our you know on our website, you can buy multiple color frames on the bottom, and then different types of slides, barrels, different cutouts, different sights, different colors. I mean, like we're we're really trying to take over that side of it and 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 develop that like we did on the AR side and make it a build-it-yourself kind of handgun. And so, you know, we're selling the slides, but very affordable. The the frames are very affordable. You know, it's it's just it's it's an all go-to polymer handgun that is is it's killer pricing, killer designs. I mean, there's nothing on the market that can compare what you're getting in the value, especially if you do it, build it yourself and like kind of customize it yourself. Um, we don't have, you know, the the I guess say bandwidth to do like a drop-down menu where someone can pick, oh, I want this barrel with this color and this and this. So we try to offer it in the same mindset where you just buy it and pick it and slide it together and you're ready to go. And if you get it at the right time, I mean, for 200 bucks plus tax, yeah, yeah, you can get yourself a dagger. Uh, it's, it's, it's bare bones, but Hey, it's, it's a fun, it's a firearm that's excellent for self-defense, very reliable. Um, and then what used to be, you know, in the $1,700 plus market, as far as Gucci firearms, uh, Gucci pistols, you know, with, you know, different color barrels, rainbow barrels, different color slides with, and if you saw on the last one, but the cuts in the slides, uh, when you, when you get something that's unique and Gucci and cool looking, you know, it used to be 1700 plus now you can get that gun for about 400 to $600. So we've kind of, we've taken that, like Cameron said, you know, the build it yourself, but through owning um, most of the uh, uh, machinery that makes these firearms, we can offer it for below $600. So there's a Facebook question that popped up. Uh, Pedro Armstrong, yep. any chances we'll see a PS, see any PSA pistols on a California handgun roster? In my opinion, that whole roster is extortion, but I'm going to go ahead and let's um, put your yeah. opinions out there. It is extortion, and it's tough because of all the different uh, things you have to have on there uh, as far as safeties and everything. It's you got to we'd have to reinvent the wheel in order to get it on that roster. Yeah. Okay. I actually yeah. saw a, a California compliant revolver in one of the local gun stores here, and I had all the questions. I was like, how, <laughs> what, why is, <laughs> like, I probably look like I had a stroke in the middle of this gun store because I had like all the questions and just like trying to get them all out. Cause like yeah. it's a hot mess. And yeah. for those of you who don't know yet, safeties, weight, um, obviously caliber, barrel length, all this other stuff. So yep. it's, it's, Cali's a hot mess. A lot goes uh, into it. Yeah, well, hope, hopefully yeah. Uh, um, soon we'll see some uh, action in uh, California and get the get that their their laws back to what they should be normal. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. When they were cool, yes. Yeah, yeah. when they were cool, yeah. Like uh, the 80s? <laughs> when was that? 70s, 80s, uh, when maybe, Cali maybe was in the red the 40s. state? Yeah. Maybe in the yeah. 40s. Yeah. So, so hopefully we get a stay yeah. here soon. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So uh, during during Shot Show, I had a chance to go by and hang out and 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 talk with Josh. And you guys have just a lot of stuff. So I mean, you, like you said, you start off, you know, uh, in the AR market and and doing some of the other stuff prior to that. But now you guys just have a whole different. I mean, just everything. Uh, big lines yep. of pistols and stuff like that. Pistols, rifles, uh, AKs, ARs, you name it. So what you know? What are some of the things you guys have in store? Um, 
So uh, we, yeah, we've got everything from our uh, nine millimeter dagger handguns. We have our rock 5.7 by 28. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the dagger, we just came out with a, uh, um, a, a full size uh, frame is what we call it. It's got the, uh, takes a 17 round mag versus a 15 round mag. Uh, and that, uh, what's up there right now is our rock five, seven. We've had so much, uh, so much luck with that. Everybody loves it. It's of all the five sevens out there. I have smaller paws, whether they have small paws or big paws, it's really ergonomic and shoots. I mean, the recoil impulse is very low on it. Um, we're coming out with a compact version, which nobody's done yet. We're coming out with a compact version of it. And, uh, and for, it starts out at what, if you put, you know, the slide, the, and, and the frame together yourself, you can, I think of like 450 bucks, you can get one for, uh, but then you Gucci, then you can Gucci it out. We're coming out with uh, di- different slides and whatnot as well. So Josiah, oh, no lie. When oh, Scott wow. asked you that, I was waiting for you to just drop the mic and yeah. walk off. <laughs> yeah, like, everything <laughs> out. That's why. <all> you- <laughs> I thought we'd lose you everything. Like <laughs> done. Interviews over. Yeah, but- yeah. Done. <laughs> we're coming out with a lot of new stuff too, and I'll uh, I'll let Cameron take over here in a second on that. But we've got um, at Shot Show we had an STG forty four that we're coming out with. Eight, we make AKs. Yes. Yep. Um, we have uh, all kinds of new AKs, including a crank that we're working on right now. Um, oh gosh! We have- uh, now here. I'm here. We're going to get in trouble. Uh, is it? And I hate to say it. We, when I look at this kind of stuff, this is gun porn. If I've ever seen it, yep. I mean, look at this. This thing is, <laughs> is 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 crazy. What on earth are we looking at there? And I want yes. one. I don't care what it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, we need to get you one. So, so yeah. So that's our. Uh, that's one of our new lines we launched at Shot Show. That's our uh, saber line. Um, you know, basically, you know, we've been making ARs for you know 12, 13 years now. But we wanted to kind of, you know, the last four or five years, you know, making kind of similar stuff. But we wanted to kind of take it to the next level. Um, and so, you know, Jamie and Josiah's brother and I were talking about it, and you know, we wanted to kind of update it, update the AR. We feel like in 2023, you know, there's so many ARs out there on the market. What are you going to do as a company that's going to differentiate from everybody else? Right. And so this kind of saber line has been a baby of mine that I've been working on since June. And uh, right there, that is a uh, billet receiver set. So we have a multiple different type of receivers for this line. We have a forge, just your standard run of the mill mill spec series. um, And then you have your billet series. Um, But what we wanted to do was, is we wanted to give the customer the best value for under a thousand dollars out of the box mm-hmm. and so you know there's so many price ranges from you know five hundred dollars for a complete ar up to you know twenty five three thousand dollars but what you know differentiates them and 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 so we partner with some of the guys in the industry um like that right there has a, a radian raptor charging handle a radian talon safety um we got some really cool bcgs from micro best in here we got buffer systems and and so we partnered with a lot of people and we're like hey why don't you come on board with us let's give the customer an out of the box nothing needed throw an optic on it best bang for your buck on the market and so this is some of what you're seeing is right here and we just launched this so we announced it at shot show which usually we do like an announcement before shot show this year we're like hey we're gonna wait till shot show we're gonna talk about it at shot show you know show everybody what we got um and then uh launch it like a month later and so we just launched it uh, about two mondays ago now so almost two weeks ago um and it's doing really really well but yeah, there's one right there. So kind of like a retro vibe, kind of new school, old school stuff. But, you know, 
you know, with all the pistol brace stuff going on right now, you know, we're trying, we, we, we do, we're offering a lot of 13, seven and 14, five pin and weld. So that right there, that has a 13.7 inch, uh, barrel that has a pin and welded, uh, chemo mount dead air suppressor muzzle brake on it. So it's ready to go for a suppressor right from the factory. Um, it's good ergonomics. It's ambi, it's ambi controls. So you, you know, if you're lefty or a righty, it's full ambi ambidextrous. So, you know, it's, it's super smooth shooting. The buffer system on it is, is timed, you know, tuned perfectly. So it's, it's a really, really nice shooting gun. But again, at the end of the day, it was about providing the best value for under a thousand dollars to the customer. And uh, I feel like we hit that goal. And uh, I think, you know, some of the feedback we've been seeing and people out there getting it in the public are really, really loving, you know, the new style. We got all new handguards and new design features. And, and it's, it's really, really cool to come see it coming together. So quad rails back. People are buying quad rails on this. Slum. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm a huge, I'm a huge quad rail guy. I don't know if you can see behind me, but like over here, that's like, I'm just a huge quad rail guy. And so, you know, I, I, it, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's just stuff. Like, I was just bagging on one yeah. of my buddies. He was doing a rest yeah. field. I'm like, you are too young to have a quad rail. And so, like, I was yeah. Just, just like, I just literally like just giving them crap. But real yeah. quick, because I have a whole bunch of questions popping up. They want uh, a lot of people on Facebook are interested yep. in a 1911. <laughs> yes. So yeah. we, ne we we used to make them, you know, a, a, a couple years ago and then it kind of tapered off. We still make some under our PSA custom series. Um, it's not as wide of a variety as like what we used to make, but we, we got some stuff, you know, coming in the works. Mm -hmm. Okay. Works. Oh, and also Can we see it? question. Yes. Who, this was years ago. I want to know who made the decision to start doing the PMAG packs. So like whenever you bought something, it's like you get ten free P mags. I'm using James. That, that was my brother. Name, my, bro was that. my brothers. And, yeah. <laughs> that was we're all about. Yeah, all and freedom. And we've incorporated that into the daggers, the rocks, uh -huh. you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's like <laughs> a dagger and like twenty mags. You know, for three ninety nine. Pretty cool. <laughs> I'm laughing because yeah. like I don't know if I'm a victim of this, but I was like buying stuff just from PSA. It would be like a lower parts kit. I probably just needed one later on down the road but i got 10 you know p mags with it so i was like all right yep. cool yeah so it was totally worth it hey, so speaking of other calibers uh brooke asks us 10 millimeter question mark guys yeah i'm not aware of anything 10 millimeter yeah i mean i'm sure if something's coming you know i mean like what we talked about in the 1911 line i'm sure that there might be you know that's going to be worked in you know we're, we're we're still in like the preliminary talking like trying to figure out the the 1911 side of things um here but that is you know i love 10 millimeters so like that's one of the it's it's on the it's on the dry you know the whiteboard for sure now i don't know if it'll it'll come in a dagger per se frame right now but yeah uh, john trable's double stack 1911 I can't give away too many secrets yet. I can't give away too many secrets yet. You got to wine and dime me a little bit here. <laughs> hey, and what are we looking at on the screen here? This is our last slide. I don't want to yeah. get uh, a short shrift. Yeah, so that that's just another Sabre, uh, you know, one of the newer Sabre AR-15s that we're doing. Um, that's our furniture that we're putting on there. You know, we we partner a lot with Magpul and B5 and, and some of the known industries, but we wanted to have our own option with it. Um, and that's just one of our newer handguards. It's got a built-in, like, grip texture built to it. That's called our knurled, uh, knurled rail. Um, so in the middle, like, no one really uses the M-Lock slots in the middle of the gun. So, like, I was like, everyone grabs it right there. Why don't we just put, like, a texture there and 
and add like a little knurled insert. And it also adds rigidity to the rail because uh, we have that out to 18 inches. And sometimes when you got a longer hand guard on your, you know, it could make it a little bit flimsier. So that's just going to add a little bit more rigidity right there. Okay. Well, guys, yeah. uh, I, I'm still... I, I, you, you know, you just kind of lost me way back when, when you told me about how many CNC machines, a thousand CN, and 1,800 employees. I tell you what, Palmetto State Armory, they have, uh, they have products. If you're not buying something from Palmetto State Armory, I, I think you're making a mistake. I mean, just talking to all of our, our mm -hmm. viewers here. Uh, very, very impressive uh, segment today. Hey, you know, I'm going to ask you if you both wouldn't mind just sticking around through this commercial break because we're going to have some giveaways uh, and, and Scott and Ursula are going to work on it uh, yeah. during this commercial break. So we'll be right back after this uh, brief announcement. Hey, welcome back. Hey, if you haven't subscribed to our email blasts, you're missing out. Go to the bottom of every page on gunstuff.tv and sign up for our email blast. You'll get coupons like we give out, freebies, notices of all of our guests. And speaking of a guest, let's bring back our guests from Palmetto. You know what, uh, guys? I, I, I'm thinking that we haven't really even scratched the surface. We've got much more to talk about. We're going to have you come back and talk in more detail, but tell us about some of the other things that uh, we could go into in detail on our next uh, appointment with you. Absolutely. I think the biggest one is going to be AAC uh, Ammunition, America's Ammunition Company. Uh, we're right now we're making a bunch of calibers, nine millimeter, 300 blackout, uh, two, two, three, five, five, six, uh, five, seven, lots to be talked about there as, as well as, uh, a lot of other things that we're offering coming out with, you know, what yeah, we, that's in my, my two cents on that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. My two cents on that is that's all I've shot is the AAC 77 grain out of my, uh, Two two three wild barrel uh, for competition, and it has worked. It is it, it shot great? I mean, it is match grade ammunition. Yeah. So you know, like I said, couple stage wins, stuff like that. When I, I'm hitting, what I'm aiming at, so I'm I'm liking it. So I'm buying more. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I need I needed to get my hands on some. Hey, you know, I'm thinking that maybe we need to change our slogan. I'm going to give it some serious thought. Arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. Maybe we should just change it to Arming America with Palmetto, uh, one citizen at a time. <laughs> there you go. Because you've got everything. Hey, yeah, they do have we built freedom down here. That's what we do. Yep. Yep. All right. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, we've got some uh, giveaways before we finish our show today. Oh, okay. 
So um, PSA, because everybody, Palmetto. No, it's PSA. We all know it's PSA. PSA. It's just PSA. So PSA was super gracious enough to give out a swag pack with T-shirt, hat, mug, patch, sticker. Ah, I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Yep, stickers, all kinds of stuff. All, all types of stuff. Challenge so, coins. Oh, challenge! They got challenge coins. Yeah, you didn't say that before. <laughs> but uh, to keep it the southern theme that's going on with today, I picked uh, pecan pie eighty two off of Rumble. Okay, pecan pie. Now we got to know who you are and where to ship it to. Make sure you fill out gunstuff.tv slash winner. And uh, appreciate you guys being on the show. Now, Scott, you've got you have a giveaway. Might as well just handle it right now. Yeah. So uh, we're also giving away one of the bone dry bags. Remember, this is a uh, this is great. Uh, technology here that they put into this that you throw your if your gun gets wet whatever you know electronics you name it you throw it in that bag well it absorbs all the moisture out of it uh owner made it to instead of putting his phone into a bag of rice he he, he it didn't work it wasn't working well enough put it on there and then found out that it works great for firearms so all those different things condensation if you have guns stored in cars saves and temperature changes and stuff like that guns will develop condensation even though you may have them in a safe mm -hmm. so uh we're giving away the one that chris has here and that's going to be going to james bankston james bankston on facebook so congratulations go on fill out the form it says right there uh under the 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 box there gun stuff uh, .tv back, slash winner. So go on, fill out the form, and we'll get the information, uh, and we'll get you uh, the bone dry bag out as soon as we can. And before we leave, uh, I'd like to just go over one more time the URL, in other words, the website where guys can find out more about PSA. Uh, uh, Cameron, you want to do the honors? Give us the name of the website, because a lot of folks that are listening to the show, they can't just see what I put up on the screen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go to www.palmettostatearmory.com. All one word. Hey, guys, it's been a privilege. Josiah, Cameron, thanks for yeah. being on the show today. We, we loved it, and uh, uh, we don't think we're doing enough justice. What we need to do next time is get some of these firearms in our hands. We'll take it out to the range, get some live footage, and we'll show it to our friends when we have you back on next time. Does that work with you? Absolutely. 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 Sounds good. Hey, thanks. Thank you for having guys. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Hey, well, it's a lot of fun. You know, I'm always learning something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so are our, our, our viewers. Scott, thanks for being on the show. Ursula, you're taking good care of me here yeah. today. From Bobcat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll get some pictures of the javelinas coming across my porch. And uh, you know what? Uh, one of our new guests we're going to have to have on uh, is Umarex, because oh, I yes. need an Umarex to give a little incentive to these creatures to get off my property. Get off my lawn. Exactly what I thought. I was like straight Grant Torino. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for being on the show today. And I want to thank each of you for being on the show. Now, I always mm -hmm. promise that there are some sponsors. If you hit, stick around to the end of the show, you're going to get some codes. Mm -hmm. And let me show you today is not any different than any other show. So uh, we've already awarded the Bone Dry. And remember, if you head on over to their website, bone-dry.com, you'll save 30% with the code GSTV30. Also, thanks to Adco Super Thumb. 
Look for it on our website by putting in the product code pistol pack. And then when you check out, make sure that you use the code freedom. No, that's for the hat. This is for Adco. I got that wrong. You know, I'm thinking of freedom. And you know what goes with freedom? A perfect match for freedom are the gun stuff ball caps. And you use the the code freedom there hey guys thanks so much for being on the show watching the show contributing we love your comments and your questions and uh just a, a another shout out to each of you contact your local state rep you know if we sit by and let all the lobbyists do all the heavy lifting we're not going to have much of a country left we need to go out and reach out to these people hey now remember until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.